Climate and Sustainability with Kevin James. And good afternoon to you, Kevin. Are you good? Uh, Ernest, uh, doing very well, my friend, and yourself? Now I'm doing fantastic, Kevin. Excellent. And uh, much thanks to the heavens above, we have uh, the much-anticipated rain as well. Fantastic. Yep, and uh, talking about rain, water, South Africa's fresh water resources are being threatened with uh, potentially toxic blue, uh, blue algae. Uh, please give us your thoughts on this, uh, Kevin. Well, Ernest, uh, this was something we all saw on carte blanche this week, so uh, it is quite clear from that particular expose that the proverbial chickens are coming home to roost. Okay, As we know, uh, South Africa is the 30th most water-stressed country in the world. We have half the average global rainfall or that the other countries do. But the other major issue is that there's been the not-so-gradual deterioration of the quality of our drinking water over the last 20 years. And as per this expose, a good percentage of our dams are now contaminated with blue-green algae, also known as cyanobacteria. Single-cell bacteria that breeds basically on sunlight through uh, photosynthesis, and it becomes toxic to all life around it, including human beings, under certain conditions. Now, to your question, could this have been avoided? I, I did a bit of research, and I came across an article from 2011 that I found hugely disturbing. Hmm. When the BDS movement, the boycott, the divestment and sanction movement against, uh, against Israel um, pressured the University of Johannesburg to terminate all ties with Israel's Ben-Gurion University back in 2011, mm-hmm. Adam Habib, the vice chancellor, in the article four years ago, was very chuffed with himself when they kicked the Israeli water scientists out of the University of, jo- of Johannesburg in the middle of their research. And all this research was aimed at finding a solution to this exact problem, algae problem in contamination of our drinking water. So they claimed this at the time as a massive victory for Palestinian and human rights. Well, Ernest, perhaps it was a short-term win for the BDS in their hypocritical bid to ban all ties with Israel. Hmm. But it is now clear that this short-sighted victory is now compromising the rights of our very own citizens. In the same article, the Environmental Environment and Conservation Association said, and I quote, that by 2015, now, 80% of South Africa's fresh water would be so badly polluted that no purification process would make it fit for consumption, in the same article. Now, Ernest, add to this the drought, the water losses from crumbling infrastructure, the lack of skills. We have a serious problem. We'll have serious consequences to our food security, our wildlife, tourism, and our economy. So I, I I actually tend to agree with an emerging view here, Ernest, that the failure of our government to protect this precious resource is tantamount to being a crime against the people of South Africa. And when you look at at this against the backdrop of the 4 billion rand Zuma plane and the 1 trillion rand nuclear plants we don't need, as well as our blind support for organizations such as BDS at the expense of the sustainability of our own country, I think our leaders' priorities seem to be obscenely twisted. And just by the way, there's a site, waternews.co.za, that is publishing all the water news in South Africa right now. If people want to get the load on it, I suggest they go and visit it right now. All right, uh, Kevin James. Now, moving on, uh, Redisa, the local tyre recycling organisation we've been following on this show before, also got some airtime on Cut Blanche this past weekend, but this time, allegations are abound and damning as well. Well, that's right. And, uh, yeah, I, I am looking at both of these carte blanche stories because I think they are, are quite relevant. And, and, and uh, so some good investigative journalism has revealed the allegations of gross mismanagement of the revenue generated. And just so the, the, the listeners know, the tire levy is about two rand a kilogram that we as consumers pay extra when we buy our tires from the manufacturing process. Mm-hmm. Um, the intention was to create a recycling industry, which was turning waste tires into energy and other resources. 
but more importantly, to create much-needed jobs in South Africa. So once again, I reverted to a piece I did on Redisa. Uh, also back, uh, I did a piece a year ago and back in 2011, and I quote, I can't help but be skeptical about these schemes, having seen such failures as the plastic bag levy and also the accountability of the road levy. They always start out with good intentions, only for the funds to be misappropriated and nothing materializing as per the original plan. And I said, despite much positive communication, only time will tell. Well, Ernest, time is starting to tell. And the expose revealed allegations of the CEO, Hermann Erdmann, a German national living in South Africa, don't know how that happened, with significant political connections, living it up in mansions, sometimes spending 750,000 rand a month on travel, jobs that were promised are not being met and not being uh, fulfilled, recycling activities are not being developed, and tires are accumulating in stockpiles around the country and actually being burnt, which is a practice that this scheme was actually developed to avoid. Yet it seems that um, parties that have benefited, there are parties that have benefited, but once again, these are parties close to government who were given plants to own, basically given millions of rands of equipment with big tire quotas, while the politically unconnected did not receive the quotas as promised and literally went out of business. So I think we haven't seen the last of it, but I have to say, if it's all true, this is another massive setback in our attempt to address environmental issues through environmental levies, and we have found uh, our, our hard-earned tax money flowing to places it shouldn't be flowing and not being spent on the things that it should be spent on. So, in my opinion, it's very disappointing. Disappointing indeed. Uh, Kevin James, we'll leave it there. There'll be more to chat about, I'm sure, next Wednesday. Nice one. Take care, man. Ciao. All right, fantastic.